Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And we have four lines wide open. You guys are all prepping for Easter, I understand. But if you've got a question or concern, this has been a good day to do it. Some days we're so jammed up we can't get enough calls in. People are you know, getting busy signals since like 9.30 in the morning. Now it's wide open. So we are here live. Feel free to get online. Um, but as we wait for your calls, we'll talk about some technology news. What do you got, Bob? Um, let's talk about how Apple's Daisy iPhone recycling robot works. Oh, sure. Apple's robot can pull apart 1.2 million iPhones a year or 200 per hour. Wow. Okay. Daisy is many things. Oh, by the way, you got to go to this site because there's a ton of pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I can't show you the pictures over the radio. <laughs> you can but, imagine. Okay. So in its 33-foot-long robot that pulls apart iPhones with its five arms that was created by Apple, it's a cacophony of servos, pressurized screw punches, and other moving parts. Hmm. It may also hold uh, a key to electronic recycling's future. Mm-hmm. This robot, announced last year, is at the center of a new material recovery lab Apple's built in Texas. Mm-hmm. The lab is designed to share Daisy's technology and help advanced e, uh, e-recycling. Uh, e-recycling. Mm-hmm. Apple hopes the project will attract academics, recyclers, and other companies to participate. Yeah. This is about the big, hairy goal of making all our products from recycled materials, said Lisa Jackson, um, Apple's vice president of environment policy and in social initiatives. In an interview, it's going to take a while, but it'll also take tons of innovation. So it can do 200, it can disassemble yeah. 200 iPhones per hour. Nice. You know, and these arms come in and they take it. Then they, like I said, they got a ton of pictures. Yeah. You got to see, like, what the process goes through. Then they kind of, like, what's left. You know, it kind of gets ground up. And right. I don't know. Well, there's a, you know, a lot of, uh, what is it? Is it heavy? I'm not sure what it is. There's some special metal that comes out of uh, China that is becoming less and less available. So it'd be nice if you could make everything out of recycled materials. And since Apple pretty much just makes every version of their phone a little faster, a little lighter, a little smaller, a little better, <laughs> would you really know if they didn't just open up the case and then just put a different case on it with a better battery? <laughs> there, it's a better phone. <laughs> <laughs> Would you really know? Hey, uh, let's uh, take the cut the processor off, pop a new one, solder in a new one in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I could just see you know that this big massive robot is just a big publicity stunt, and, or not and not doing anything, and there's some guy back there just stickering a new version. It's the Apple 19. It's the Apple 86. It's well, the Apple 49. Star Wars. <laughs> Machines, <laughs> yeah. building machines. Yeah. Shut me down. <laughs> Shut me down. <laughs> we'll put a link up there for you guys. But yes, automation, robotics, it's coming everywhere. 
I mean, heck, even in the in the in the uh, grocery stores, you got a machine in there now checking the shelving for uh, for stock. You don't need people doing that anymore. It's, they can it can tell you if there's a mess on aisle four. It can't clean it up. Yes, it can. They have them that go in and can clean up the mess. It's now. like a ro- I robot, like an iBot, but mm. you know, more commercial duty, if you will. Gotcha. Um, so automation's coming, coming fast. You know, just keep raising the minimum wage, and <laughs> <laughs> the, the robot will do it quicker. Let's go to John in Thailand. Hey, John, what's going hey, on? How you doing? Good, good. Hi, um, I have a question about speakers. Yeah. Um, are all wireless speakers Bluetooth? Great question. The answer generally is yes. Okay. These days, it are, they're going to be Bluetooth. Okay. Well, what I have is I have an ancient stereo receiver. Yes. Th- that has, well, is there a way to connect wireless speakers to it? The answer is probably yes, but yeah. you have to use kind of a old technology. So we actually put some links up there last week oh, for okay. a guy who was trying to broadcast a band into... Oh, yeah. So the technology that uses that, uh, that leverages that, might also be there for your speakers because you actually have to connect maybe a. So you can use your your headphone jack right on your old receiver. Uh, I could, or could I use the old push-in wire connectors for? Pro- probably the, not, but the no, he- okay. the the headphone jack probably has a way for you to buy a headphone jack that'll also broadcast Bluetooth. So it'll oh, okay. it should m- marry the two together, where you have the your, your current technology with Bluetooth, and then the headphone jack is in there, and you're gonna. I mean, oh, I see. Yeah, so that like a uh, wire or a Bluetooth adapter that plugs into the to the headphones. Yeah. Now the only thing is, is I don't remember because I haven't used headphones in a while. Does that headphone jack short out? The speakers? Yes. Probably. So I'm just giving you an idea, a thought there. I Um, get it. But there could be other types of interfaces. Now, the other idea, John, is to replace your receiver. (laughs) Come on. This is a classic. (laughs) Yeah? How long does it take to warm up? (laughs) It doesn't have tubes. Uh, I have some of those, but I don't play them much anymore. Gotcha. No, this is only 45 to 50 years old. You're kidding. No, I'm serious. All right, you're not. You're not kidding. Okay, so no, I could I could turn it on right now and play you through it when gotcha. I'm done on the phone call. Get that big nice thump. Oh, that no, pop. <laughs> no, no clicks, no pops. All right. I mean this, is, and this is a lower power. The ones I have at home have some some old time big old you know tanks. Gotcha. Yeah, but I was just thinking because I have two wired speakers, like right next to it, within a few feet of it. Yeah. And I want to put two wireless speakers on the across, patio across the room. Oh, okay. Sure. But I don't want to lose the old speakers by plugging into the, the headphone jack. Yeah. And, um, well, so. I either, run, either run the wires then. I, I would say instead of instead of trying to adapt it like I suggested, yeah. I would run wires. Yeah, I could do that. I've got wires in the ceiling already. I just do lazy to... <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, go take a look. I'm sure you can find, and we can do some some research to try to help you find um, some abilities to find wireless adapters to 50 yeah, year old receivers. The, those Bluetooth gizmos that you plug in to the USB. Right. Uh, I was just wondering if there was one of those that, other than the headphone jack, that would get its power from the speaker connections. But. There probably does. There's probably a box out there. 
that you plug into the speakers that has a that get, and you plug it into the uh, power as well. Yeah, that allows for some sort of bridge between fifty-year-old technology and hmm. today. I would there imagine. probably is, but yeah. you ask yourself: Is it worth it? No, probably not. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> were the were the speakers a gift, John? No, I don't have the speakers yet. I have to oh. buy speakers. Oh, then go 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 get some wired speakers and stick with the old te- old school. If you're not going to put them outside or be mobile with them, no, well, they're in a machine shop, so they're just for me to listen to you guys while I'm running machines. Ah, well, so, that's, that's a good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when you're not on, I listen to all time music from whatever the old days. Gotcha. All right. But anyway, I was just curious. Yeah, sure. You know, there's so much stuff out there today that. Anything's possible, right? Yeah, there is. I bet you there's a box that exists to interface that. I just yeah. don't know where it is. We have to. Uh, we'd have to I'll, do some work. I'll, I'll kick it around for another five or six years, and by then maybe this original receiver will quit. There you go, John. <laughs> I'll have to find something else. <laughs> thanks for your help. Yep. Thanks for the call. Yep. Bye. 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 Yeah, interfacing old with new. Everyone hates to throw anything out. I don't blame you, right? I mean, I like to buy things once. You know, buy things once and run it for as long as possible. That's where you get your value, right? That's that's the key. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Get online, guys, if you like. We have four lines wide open. And uh, I know it's the Saturday before a holiday, and you guys are all running out. To get ready for the holiday, so I completely understand. But feel free to get online if you'd like. And uh, as we wait for your calls, uh, the boys at Facebook and girls, sorry, um, admitted to harvesting email contacts from 1.5 million people without permission. So we had given you the story where they were asking for your email password as a confirmation to connect to Facebook. And by doing so, along with being a monumental security no-no, they were then logging into your email and harvesting your email contacts. Kind of how LinkedIn wants to do that to you. They want you to share your contacts with them. Uh, Facebook wants you to do the same thing. And they harvested, without your permission, 1.5 million people's contacts. I don't know, but Facebook is becoming... Slaves. That's sleazy. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty sleazy. It is not... Not a good again. It's predicated by a, a guy who literally built the software to judge freshman coeds' faces in as they moved into Harvard. Right? right. That's this. This is the guy whose system you're on. That's all you really need well, to know. Obviously, he doesn't <laughs> care about security. I mean, and that's what I guess he's being called before Congress to testify oh, about that. Yeah, well, great. So he's made his money. So why should he care? He's already been in front of Congress, and they didn't even know how the internet works. They still think Al Gore invented it. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know what kind of good that'll do going in front of uh, Congress, but we'll put a link up there for you. Also, for the last caller, we did find a few ways to interface that old 50-year-old receiver. Uh, Crutchfield has a, 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 a way to do it, and uh, Belkin has a way to do it that we found. So if you're still listening out there in the shop and you want to connect your old system to new technology it does exist yeah so, there's a lot of ways of doing it yeah let's go to your calls you're gonna to go to pam and marlboro next hey pam uh yes hi hi um i thank you very much for taking my call sure. i appreciate it and um 
We listen pretty often to you. Hold right. on, I'm turning it off. So yeah, it's, it's going to be in the background and back. delayed. It's going to really mess oh. you up. <laughs> I have a question. I recently um, purchased a new laptop with Windows 10. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do, and I've tried Googling it, and I keep coming up with not what I'm looking for. Right. Um, I want to be able to put it password protected, but locally, and not have to sign in like twice because I'm the administrator. And the only way I've seen to do it is to add me as another user. And then um, I can lock that. Is there a way I can do it not through Microsoft, just do it locally? Um, yeah, you can create it. First of all, do you have the home edition or do you have the pro edition? Because it win- makes a difference. Windows 10? Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure. If it I'm was. I'm going to guess home. Okay. Yeah. So the home edition is a little more complicated than the pro edition. So in the pro edition, you could do it quite easily, but I digress. The uh, home edition, you have to go in and it, they really make it convoluted. But in yeah. very small print, there's a place, a little um, uh, URL, if you will, or a little thing you can highlight that says create local user. And you need to create a local user rather than a Microsoft account user, which you need internet well. access to be able to log into your computer. Yeah, which I so hate. So basically, I have to sign in twice. So I, if I don't sign in as a Microsoft user, it automatically opens for me, and then I have to go to this other user to be able to have it password protected. Is that? No, so what you, what you do when you go in under your account, assuming that you're an administrator, I am. you can uh, go into the control panel and go into user accounts and create a new user. But when it brings it up, it's going to want you to create another Microsoft account in the big letters. You don't want that. So down right. in the bottom corner in very tiny letters, it'll uh, uh, allow you to create a local user account, a local user account. That Local means, to the laptop. That means that it's on the laptop and not in the cloud. And when you do that, as and, administrator, as the same person you are now, it should work with so, one sign And then on. when you create it, create it as an administrator, not as a standard user. So there'll be a little drop down. By default, it'll create it as a standard user, which will give you no rights not to change and things. And that's probably what I did, because I do have another user as myself, but um, it doesn't open with that. It still opens with the you know, basic um, account. Can you put a link for this? We might be able to, yeah. We might be able to find a local, setting up a local user. Yes, we should be able to do that for you. Okay. That tells me those little extra drop-downs that you were talking mm-hmm. about and to make sure I get all these steps correct. I would appreciate that. Sure. Um, yeah, it's it's our banking computer, uh-huh. and I really don't want Microsoft <laughs> connected. <laughs> I don't want anything in the cloud on this. I hear you. So um, that's why I'm hoping to just create a local user. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense, Pam. I don't blame you for being a little skeptical, as you've heard this show enough. I am. Yeah, yeah I've got exactly. a link for you. We have a link already. All right. Thank you very much. All right. And, again, appreciate all you do. Our pleasure, Pam. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's funny. We were we – were, I have my nieces over yesterday, and my my kids are home from school, and we're all talking about technology and how you know banking apps and how they move money around. I'm like, okay, that's going to happen. They're going to pull out pull the bill out money out twice. Oh no, that can't happen. Then one of my sons comes over. Oh yeah, it happened to Bob over there. It happened to Lou. It happened to this guy. I'm like yeah, it happens all the time where they they double pull from your account. 
on the transaction that you authorized, just write him a check. Yeah. <laughs> check? What's that? What's a check? <laughs> I love training my kids on that. We're training them to, you know, they have checkbooks and all that fun stuff. You know, the old the old fashioned yeah. way. It just works. Yes. All right, let's go on to Perry. And the, oh well, before we go into Perry, the thing is though, your local banks, I think, are shooting themselves in the foot. Because I don't know if I brought this story up, but I get a paper statement, right? And they charge you for the paper statement, right? And my kids are away at college, and then obviously a paper statement is kind of useless to them because it comes to our address. And we're like, you know what? You should probably cancel the paper statement. Well, you can't do it by going into the branch and seeing a person. You have to do it online. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like branches, your idea of being a local thing in the community and not being able to do a function of your banking locally is really kind of stupid when it comes to how you market your your products to your customers. You're almost begging us to use a online bank, right? If you're not going to give us the ability to do local things, all things local, you're just saying, well, you know what? The more you get used to this cloud thing, just throw the money in the cloud bank. You don't need an actual brick and mortar. And actually, those cloud banking accounts, a lot better interest rates. Yeah, that's true. It's like triple. Lower overhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I digress. Sorry, let's go back to let's go to Perry in Stanford. I did promise that. Hey, Perry, what's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Uh, great. Thanks for a rainy day. Yeah. Uh, I have a question, and I'm sure it's been uh, broached before because it's got to be a popular one in uh, in traveling when you're on the road in a hotel room. Yeah. Is there any safe way to use the local uh, connection to do things that are sensitive, like banking? <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> no, checking email, uh, oh. whatever, sending uh, sending emails, yeah. that sort of thing. If you want to be more secure, having a VPN when you're in a public Wi-Fi is the best thing to do. So, again, I've been talking about Proton VPN. We linked it last week. Um, it's free. And that way, when you're on the public Wi-Fi, you, you establish your VPN tunnel and now you're able to do your things more securely because when you're on a public Wi-Fi, there are guys that could be sitting in that same network, you know, scanning for laptops or scanning for systems and trying to get into your accounts, right? Trying to get into your right. system. Using a VPN okay. is much more secure. And there's a link to that from last week's program? Yes, sir. There is. All right. I will check that out. So the link is going to give you a warning. And I've already reached out to Proton and they're trying to figure out why. But there's a... A connection is not private warning that'll come up when you try to go there. It is a safe okay. place. <laughs> and Proton's trying to figure it out uh, as to why it's showing as a not secure link, which is kind of funny if you think about it. <laughs> it's ironic. You got to love the irony of that silly warning. Yeah, right. And they're like, they're like, I tried to help them. I'm like, hey, guys, your, your links are coming up as insecure. Well, can you help us more about this? I'm like, look, this is what's going on. Just get your search cleaned up. <laughs> Their search invalid. Their search is invalid, right? But they're the a tech company. I, no kidding. <laughs> I, I they're a Swiss tech company connected to MIT for crying out loud. Um, but take take them on as one of only, your, your customers, and then you can charge them. There you go. <laughs> they only develop the protocols. They don't actually use them. <laughs> you can't make it up. But trust me, it's a safe link, Perry. All right. All right. Good enough. Thanks right. a lot. You got it. Have a good one. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for calling. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got three lines, uh, three guys on the phone here, Howard, Joe, and Doris. So we're going to Florida, Hartford, and Old Saybrook next. But hang on. One line open for you. Everything we've talked about 
is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us on Twitter at tabcomputersys, right after you watch whatever Trump's doing, you can get into your news feed over at tabcomputersys. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Two lines open for you. And uh, feel free to get online, 800 wtic 522-WTIC. Mike G is posting furiously all the links we put up there for you throughout the show. So you don't have to remember them. So that you don't get you know, pulled over in Southington with a distracted driving thing going on there, trying to find out what the links were. Wait till you get home. <laughs> don't do it while you're driving. Let's go on to uh, Howard in Florida next. Hey, Howard. Hey, Eric. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? It's 66 down here. What are you, 64 now? Are there about? Yeah, we're in the 60s now. It was uh, very six, close, huh? Yeah. It, it was 64 degrees outside my, on my porch of my house this morning when I got up at uh, about 6:30. Nice. So we're you know, wow. and pretty soon you're going to wow. be so hot and sticky you're going to be wish you were up here. That's right. Well, I'm <laughs> in the villages, ah. and I'm having a problem with a, a Windows 10. Uh, Acer. Right. I, when I when I run uh, Firefox or Chrome, mm-hmm. I get a pop up window that that uh, on the right hand bottom part of the screen, which disrupts whatever I'm doing because it overlaps the main screen. What's the pop up say? To, uh, it's notifications. It's advertising. Oh. Yeah, notifications. They're links to go. You know, Russian girls and no. Oh. All, all that crap. Oh, that's not good. All right, so you've got a browser hijack happening while you're on the internet. That's that's not yeah, a Microsoft no, Win 10 no, notification. I, I, it's when you're using Chrome primarily, correct? I use Chrome. I use both of them. Yes, Chrome and Firefox. And when you're using them, the pop-ups occur, correct? Yes. All right, so we gotta you got to get OpenDNS in place, number one. Are you running OpenDNS, Howard? No, I'm not. Ah, all right. Step number one, implement OpenDNS. On your okay. uh, computer, and just we'll put a link up there for you how to set it up. That's number one. Thank you. Number two, you got to clear your browser cache. Okay. Um, that'll help as well. Um, we can also recommend pop-up blockers that might help you pre- stop these from coming. Go well, ahead, Bob. In Google Chrome, you've got to turn off notifications. I just uh, gave Mike a link. Yep. How yep. to turn off notifications in Chrome. Right. And the first, uh, the, but these are malicious ones asking, you know, Russian girls is malicious. So then pretty much what he's got to do then is he's got to get rid of the browser hijack, which right. probably would amount to doing a... Uh, Cleaning the cache out. Well, yeah, I'm running... Um, uh, Malwarebytes. Malwarebytes, yeah. yeah. So we're going to give you a lot of things to try here. Malwarebytes, you're going to get open DNS in place, you're going to clear your browser cache, you're going to turn off notifications. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I listen to your show often. Oh, and great. I learn from the difficulties of other people, so I, I uh, commend your efforts. Well, I have one other question, if you have a moment. Sure. I, I'm trying to install a VPN, and I, the first one I tried is Windscribe. All right. And when I run Windscribe, my uh, computer speed uh, drops unbelievably, and then sometimes I can't even uh, get to a link. So yes, so VPN services, you're you're piggybacking through their servers, right? So Winscribe, yeah. I've never heard of it, but same thing with Proton that I brought up earlier. You can pay for a premium service that gets you premium speeds, or you cannot, and your your speed might be lower. Now, 
with most of the v, you know the services that you have these days, if you're 50 megabits or under, you're going to be fine with your with your speeds. So check out. I would tell you to check out Proton VPN. I they talk about being at speeds out of 150, 200 megabits. You don't even need it. You don't even need that kind of speed yeah. to do one person's connection to the internet. So uh, probably Winscribe is just not giving you enough bandwidth, um, and you're probably not paying for it, are you, Howard? No. Okay. So check out Great. check out Proton and uh, check out the free flavor of Proton. I think you'll be happy with it. Um, right. And uh, it, it's performed so far. But again, anything for free, you know, don't expect a lot. You can I pay them a premium, yeah. uh, and then you'll have a better connection. Yeah. One one uh, additional question on this: uh, Do I need to set up it separately on my iPhone or my Fire Stick? Um, your iPhone, yes, uh, you can download the app on your i on your iPhone. Uh, your Fire Stick is not going to use it. Okay. Your Fire Stick's not going to have the ability to set up a VPN, I don't think. Um, but your iPhone definitely, your Android phone definitely, any Android devices you could just bring down the app, the Proton VPN app, very easy to configure. Just basically turn it on, and then you choose your servers. You can choose servers in in America. Or you can choose servers all around the world. And again, when you're choosing those servers, that's kind of think of it as a tunnel, and you're popping your head out there, right? Yeah. So you're you're browsing maybe in Oshkosh is where the servers are located, um, and as long as they're not using DNS, which is on your local machine, you're much more secure as far as your privacy in general. Okay, I'll just leave it at now, that. <laughs> a friend of mine uh, did put IP Vanish on his Fire Stick. Okay. Um, but you know my and and he does so he is protected. But I was wondering, you know, can, can I use this? You know, just buy one program to cover them all. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Does I've never Proton played. I never played with the Fire Stick and and uh, at all. So I wouldn't know if you can add apps like that. So maybe the answer okay. is the answer is maybe. Um, I don't know. Bob, are you checking while we're talking? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so we still don't know. <laughs> But maybe the answer is maybe. If you can do it on other devices, okay. maybe you can. Great. All right, Howard. Good. I'll, I'll, I'll read your your links and and experiment. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot to do to clean up that machine because you definitely have a browser yeah. hijack there. All right. Yeah. All right, Howard. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Howard. Good luck. Bye-bye. So, so Bye-bye. you can think of the VPN, one of those VPNs, as a wormhole through the internet. There you go. There you go, Bob. Let's go on to uh, Doris and Old Saybrook next. Doris, what's happening? Oh, what's happening? Uh, I love your program, even though I, I'm not really computer savvy, but you're just wonderful. You learn a lot. Well, thank you. But my problem is um, I have a PC. It's a Dell. It's about 19. No, it's about nine years old. Yikes. And what happened... Well, see, just from your <laughs> comment, I should have listened to friends and my nephew and probably got a new computer instead of having it fixed. What happened was it was hanging up. Well, I'm reading from uh, I took it to be repaired. Oh, boy. And they said that uh, Oh, okay. what happened was I was on Facebook and it kept going out. And then what I do or and then sometimes I get uh, I'm going to say some. Uh, virus or something. You know, they come in and say your computer. Th- so what I yeah. do, I turn the computer upside down and I take the battery out while it's running. Yes. Wow, you, you rip its so heart maybe, out. Yeah. Must be a laptop. Have you ever seen like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? 
You remember that guy putting his hand? Kali Ma, man. You're Kali Ma on the laptop. You can't do that. No laptop's going to survive that. Well, maybe that's so. No, so what? That's and then I wait a few minutes, uh-huh. and then I put the battery back in. Sure, and it works fine. Uh-huh. It has <laughs> until now. Of course, so anyway, <laughs> finally I, killed it. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm just <so> <laughs> well, it's funny. What you're doing is a little drastic, um, but it worked. However, of course so it worked. Anyway, <laughs> you're killing it. <laughs> I took it. I took it to Staples, uh-huh. and uh, they said, no, it's a, a hardware program. Or anyway, Harbor problem, yeah. Okay, so I took it to, uh, well, Enterprise Computer. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so I have the, and what they said, they said they cleaned the system of malware and infections uh-huh. and removed duplicate AV, All right. updated local AV, All scanned, right. And removed over 1,000 pieces of malicious software. Oh, Doris, where are you going? Well, this is what I asked him. I said, can you... T-? And then it says, recommend bringing system in. Oh, in six months. Yeah, to very... mm, no, so, no, no, no. You... So, but I have... But now, my question, if I have an antivirus program, is yeah. it Sophos, S-O-P-H-O-S? Yeah, that's a fine one, sure. Is that... A, yeah. That's so a fine one. Yeah, what can I... I don't know what... Well, I'm... number one, you got to surf safely. So you have nephew, you have nephews and all sorts of folks in your family that are that are fifteen years old or older. Yeah, but they live in Pocahontas, Arkansas. Jeez. <laughs> oh, all right. So what you want to do is go back down, maybe maybe go over to Staples and tell them you'd like some help configuring Open DNS on your laptop. Open, excuse me, Open DNS, DN like Nancy S. Yes. Open DNS yep. on my computer. On your laptop. You can go back to on that. my laptop. See, that's another laptop. Okay. Yeah. And that way, when you're surfing, you're going to have a less chance of getting hit with all that malware. All those thousands of things that were on your computer are purely because you're surfing kind of naked out there on the Internet. And you want to be okay. surfing on a more secure information superhighway. But I don't understand. I go to Drudge and I go to Lucianne. It doesn't matter where you go, Doris. One of these places. Really? It doesn't make any difference. You're going somewhere. Don't list them all. But you're going somewhere that's got a malicious delivery and you're getting hit. All you need is one because the one connection then downloads all their friends. Right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So let's get that going. Because you go back in six months. I will. If you don't do anything today and you go back and bring that nine-year-old computer that you're Kali Mayan all the time over to the, uh, the place, they're going to find thousands of malicious software on your computer again because you're not, you're not surfing safely with OpenDNS. And OpenDNS is free for now. Oh, my goodness. It's been free forever, but for now, for home use, it's free. And you would benefit greatly. So okay, then take it okay back over to Staples and tell them I want DNS. Open DNS. Open open DNS. Right. Now, from your comment or what I mentioned, it was nine years old. I guess it's about time. I probably should get a new one. Well, would you? Based on what you've done to your current one, it's a trooper. Is it running Vista or Windows Seven? <laughs> it's a Windows Seven. All right, it's it served you well, and you literally were killing it by ripping the pow- battery out while it was running. Really? Well, oh. yeah. Okay. So we well, shouldn't do that anymore. If- you shouldn't have to. Once you run Open DNS, this won't happen oh, to you. Oh, okay. What is it? Six or eight months from now, Windows Seven is going to be not supported right. anyway. So. Yeah. So we That's give you we give I- you permission now. You've given it ten years of getting a new machine, but even with the new machine, Doris, Open DNS. All right, ma'am. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Good luck. Thank you very, very much, and a happy Easter to both of you. You're welcome. You. you too. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Oof. That's brutal. Yeah. That poor is. laptop was like, ah! <laughs> I can just picture the guy doing it, right? Isn't it? Just She's just ripping the 
ripping the battery right out of it. Ugh. Uh, all right, so we get right to your calls. Al, Nick, and Tom, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Ah, uh, yes, Indiana Jones. <laughs> He's tearing out the heart of the computer. Ay, ay, ay. All right, guys, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Uh, let's go right to your calls here. We're going to go to Nick in Waterbury first. What's going on, Nick? Good morning, Eric. Hope you can help me with my question. We will try. I have an older HP computer, probably eight years like that last lady. Yep. Um, Windows 7 mm-hmm. came with Windows uh, Office. And a couple of, about a month or so ago, Windows Office just disappeared. Oh, boy. Um, so I looked for it and says I didn't have it anymore, but it was still in my tray. I opened up the tray, and I said to open, and it says that put in my 25-code number. Oh, to reactivate uh, it. Yeah, to reactivate it, which I did. I found, I went back in my file, and I found the 25, and wow. just put in the number, and I put the number in, and it says, you know, we're working on it. Hang on, it's going to take a minute. Then it says, good, you're connected. Hmm. So I was all happy, so I opened it up, and then I go to use it, and it says, please enter your code again. Hmm. And then after that disappears, it goes to, this is an unauthorized version, and only gives me an open and a close and very few um, objects to use. Oh, wow. So, so I do have the code. You know, I know I got it many years ago, but I didn't see anything in my paperwork that says it's going to disappear in eight years. You'd think it'd be grandfathered in once it came with the computer. Right. It would be part of the computer. I agree. I agree. Um, so either that code was used more than one place or it's been being uh, deactivated in error by Microsoft. Do you know what version of Office that is? How old it is? It's either, I'm pretty sure it's a 2010 Maybe a thirteen. It's the oh yellowish orange, maybe. Okay, that's color. not that's not too old. I mean, I run twenty thirteen no. right now. No, but it shouldn't just disappear on me. Correct. Now, and what happens sometimes though? Where did you buy this um, machine uh, through mail order through a local provider? Um, probably a local, you know, okay. Best Buy or something like that. I don't remember. It was that's okay. a while ago. All right. Somehow that code has been. It's out in the wild. And other yeah. people are other people are using it, and Microsoft is shutting down the duplicates. Oh, or Microsoft is making an error because you have yeah. your you have your uh, proof of purchase and the code. Right. So the way to get this to work again, if you have nothing mm-hmm. but time, is to call Microsoft. Yep. And you should be able to call their number, and there's you should be able to go through the phone tree to deal with licensing issues. Okay. And they should be able to reissue you a key. Or reactivate this key so that it's not being turned off. Because what's happening is your machine is phoning home, to, and Microsoft is saying, oh, yeah, Nick and Wannaberry again. Oh, that guy, he's got a code yeah. that we're not going to allow. And they turn off your, your word processor. <laughs> oh. Isn't that nice of them? It's like the water company turning off your water bill, uh, your oh, water service. A, I think you can't even buy a, um, an office now. You have to buy no, you it can. for a year. No, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can. You can buy Office once if you want to. You do not have to rent it forever. Oh, okay, because I just use this for like a word processor. I don't use the internet on anymore. Yeah. Because I, um, I lost everything once, and now I put everything onto flash drives, 
Okay. Just use it as a processor. All right. Well, you got to call Microsoft, tell them your issue, and they should uh, reestablish that key's access. Very good. Thank you for your help. All right. Good luck, Nick. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. You guys can buy the Office Suite licensing if you want to once or OEM software once, 2019. You do not have to rent it forever through 365. Not yet. Now, Microsoft, I think, eventually is going to try to make you do it. But there are plenty of alternative uh, office suites out there uh, that are going to offer themselves up as replacements to that model. Right? There's always contrarian model to whatever model is being offered by the company that they want you to go with. So they may want you to rent it forever. Mr. Gates is already richer than Captain Kirk, as the song goes. But uh, they want to have you rent Word forever, which is going to make them uh, richer than who knows who. Let's go on to uh, Al in Windsor Locks. What's going on, Al? Hi. Hi. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, I run uh, HP Pavilion uh, Desktop uh, uh, Microsoft 10, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a two or had two databases uh, in Access. Okay. Uh, I update them. They've been on a computer for. 20 years. Wow. And uh, the uh, I go online to update them last week, and uh, they just plain disappeared. What? Yes. So the do you have a backup? I thought I had a backup, and when I checked, it was gone. Oh, my Lord. Uh. What I get is I, I get a thing called Microsoft can't find the object. Yeah. And uh, blah, blah, blah mm. after that. And you, Is there anything I can do? Well, do you know the name of the database files? Oh, sure. And you do a search on your hard drives, you can't find them? No, they're not there. And then your backup, what were you backing up to? Uh, uh, external hard drive. And it's not there either? No. Oh, Al. I don't know what happened to them. Um I can't. I can't even guess why any kind of update would have "quote unquote" deleted them. Have you checked your recycle bin to do a restoration from from there to see if they're maybe? I, I did did all those things. And they're not there. No. What version of Access was it? Uh, it's. I think uh, it's Microsoft's, uh, uh, and I think it's two twenty sixteen. Wow, pretty current version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. When yeah. it's when it exists. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened to your access file, Al. I, I couldn't tell you right now on the radio program as to what what could have happened. What do you think, Bob? Any any thoughts? No. I think that uh, it got deleted. Yeah. And if um, the system recovery is on, yeah. you might be able to. Uh, it. Uh, I tried that also. Really? Yeah. It, I could only go back one day, and and it just. Uh, <laughs> It uh, didn't work. I, I actually took it over to the geeks and and uh, tried to uh, find him and do everything. And he he sort of he didn't know access at all, basically. Yeah, but it's but just that a file. That really difference. wasn't wasn't what I was talking about. There's yeah. a system volume um, recovery feature, re- feature in there where it'll actually. Um, make copies and you can sometimes get it if it's not turned off. Why don't you email us at gethelp at uh, tabinc.com Al. Okay. And we'll try to give you some ideas. Okay. We're running out of time here in the show. Okay. All right.
Thanks very much. You're welcome. That's a horrible ending to the show there, losing your data like that. I want to thank all everybody for joining us on the Saturday morning. Have a happy Easter. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Dr. Lessie's up next. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.